Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. What was the secret of Elijah's strength? I think that's a very good question to ask and something worthwhile to study because it holds something powerful for us today and it's something we need to know and find out and live in. Well, was his strength out of a source that is unreachable for us? Or was he made from some kind of material that is strange to us? Or did he have access to some kind of food or drink that we do not have access to? If his strength came from secret or special qualities that were only given unto him, well, I don't think it would be so much uh, worth it to study this life of Elijah. But I believe that he was a man, as the Bible said, like you and like me. And yet he was living out of a source, out of a strength, out of a power that we also have access to. And so it's very important for us to study this life and to find out his secret. And that secret is revealed in the word. And it is revealed for a reason. It is revealed for you and me today that we can also go to that source of his strength and also enjoy the same strength as it flows from the throne of God. Oh, I would like to tell you, brothers and sisters, have courage today. His life inspires us and it calls us to go and live on a different level. Oh, I would say on a different plateau. I would actually want to say in a different dimension. You know, some people, they always want to go to the next level, but we need to come into a different dimension, the dimension of the power of God where all things are possible. And you know, if you study the life of Elijah, you will find also his weaknesses and you will find out that he was a man just like you and like me. And yet he dared to stand there in front of King Ahab And he dared to go in front of the multitude and in front of all those idol worshipers and those priests. And he dared to take a stand for the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. Oh, and he did not take a stand for God on his own or in his own strength. That would be foolish. That would be unfruitful. That would have no impact at all. But he stood there because God told him to stand there. And he stood there not in his own power, but he stood in the power of the Almighty One. Elijah's power did not lay in himself or in his surroundings. It says in James chapter 5, verse 17, very famous verse, it says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, with the same physical, mental, and spiritual limitations and shortcomings, read out of the Amplified. Oh, it says in the other translation, He was a man subject to like passions as we are. The moments that we see his natural nature come out, we see that he is no different than you and I. But there are three important ways that he shows to us that God is his strength. It says in that 17th chapter of 1 Kings, in the first verse, that Elijah said unto Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand. Listen to these words. Sometimes these 
the words in the beginning of a scripture, we kind of read over it and we want to go to the meat of the scripture, but this is the meat of the scripture. This is something you can read over or just take for granted or something that's normal, but this was very special and unique in his time. And I believe it's also for many of us in our time, it is something special. Elijah, number one said, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives in the thought of the multitude, God was dead, but not for Elijah. In the thought of Ahab and so many others, he was dead. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob was dead because whenever they sinned or did something, well, God didn't come down and strike them dead as they had read that he always did in olden days. Oh, they would go around and they would mock his name, but nothing would happen. Oh, the sky was Uh, like brass, silent, nothing came out, and so they didn't take God serious anymore. Well, it makes me feel a lot of our days that so many people, they think God is something out of the imagination of men, and weak men need to believe in a God, a force, a power, something greater or bigger than themselves, but they that have intellectual enlightenment don't need this God anymore. Oh, whom You know, the old books say that he created the heavens and the earth. Oh, we know now why this earth is here. It was a big explosion. We know how man came about. You know how it came from the animals and it grew and it grew and it grew. And finally, we have human beings today and intellect. And so now with their great mind and intellect, as they believe, as they think they have, they know everything. Oh, but let me tell you, they know nothing. Oh, they cannot solve the problems. They don't see the great detail in the minute smallness where God created everything to be perfect. Oh, hallelujah. I believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the only living God, and he is the creator and the life giver of all things. I want to be like Job, as he says in chapter 19, verse 25, for I know that my Redeemer and Vindicator lives, and at the last he will take his stand upon the earth. Oh, as we read in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 24 and 25, it says, but on the other hand, Jesus holds his priesthood permanently and without change because he lives on forever. Listen to this, because he lives on forever. Therefore, he is able also to save forever, completely, perfectly, and eternity. Those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede and intervene on their behalf with God. Oh, it says we can come to God through him because he always lives to intercede and intervene on our behalf. Hallelujah. In John chapter 14, verse 19, it says, and after a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live and you will also live. Or if I think of Jesus Christ, the death on the cross, it was bitter, but Jesus is alive. Despair in his side, it proved that he was dead, but yet he is alive today and forevermore. The grave, it was closed and locked up, but yet Jesus, he has risen out of death, out of the grave, and he is alive. Mankind and the devil Oh, they showed themselves from their worst side, but yet Jesus Christ, 
He is alive and the same today. It says in Revelation chapter 1, verse 17 and 18, when I saw him, and John is talking about Jesus here, he says, when I saw Jesus, I fell at his feet as though dead. And he, Jesus, placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last absolute deity, the Son of God and the ever-living one, living in and beyond all time and space. I died, but see, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of absolute control and victory over death and of Hades, the realm of the dead. Oh, that was Revelation 1, 17 and 18 out of the Amplified. I love that. And Elijah, he said, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, we need to know and know as a fact and have the total assurance that God, he is alive today. So many people don't believe that he is alive today anymore. And if he is alive, he's probably on vacation somewhere or he has turned his back to mankind. But this is not the truth. This is a lie of the devil. God is alive today and forevermore. He is the first. He is the last. He will always be. Hallelujah. He is our God, and he is with us this day. And Elijah knew he is alive. Oh, king, you are not the highest power or the highest force here. Oh, devil, you don't have any more power than God would allow you to have in this time. Oh, because God has all power and he is alive and gives life. Hallelujah. And so Elijah, he was full of that assurance. Oh, it was a greater fact to him that God was alive and was there with him than the fact that Ahab was standing before him. And we see that in the second part. Oh, number two, he says, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives before whom I stand, before whom I stand. He did not believe that God was a distant, far away God living somewhere up there in the heavens, not knowing what is happening on the earth. No, as he stood before Ahab, he knew at the same time he was standing in the presence of the Almighty One. Do you realize, my friend, oh, wherever you are, whatever time of day, whatever place you are standing, you are standing in the presence of the Almighty God. Oh, I remember one man went to a Jew and said, well, I'll give you 10 shekels if you can tell me where God is. And the Jew turned around. He said, well, I'll give you a hundred if you can tell me where he is not. God is everywhere and he is with you and he is with me. He is with us when we are worshiping and praising him in church, but he is also with us when we are at home bowing our knee in front of the bed in prayer to him, or when we are standing at the job, at our work side, oh, I tell you, God is there. Or when we are conversing with our friends on the corner of the street, or maybe eating in some restaurant, God is there. He is with us. And Elijah, he said, before whom I stand, oh, acknowledging God as the supreme, the high one, the almighty one whom he was serving and whom he was a servant of. Oh, I must think also of Luke chapter 1, verse 19, where Gabriel says, I am Gabriel, 
and I stand and minister in the very presence of God, and I have been sent by him to speak to you and to bring you this good news. I feel the same. Hallelujah, my friend. Today, I feel the same. And on the mission field, I am feeling the same way when I stand there and I preach the wonderful good news of the gospel. I tell the people and I say, I'm here standing in the presence of the Almighty God who sent me to bring you this great news. And so let us always be conscious and let us always be aware that wherever we are, we are standing in the presence of the Almighty One. Oh, this is important. Oh, when you stand there and you feel overwhelmed by the enemy and he's standing in front of you, maybe with a big mouth and he's putting you down, but you are standing there, oh, in the presence of the Almighty One and he is with you. And finally, thirdly, Elijah, his name. What does his name mean? It means Yahweh is my God or Yahweh is my strength. How wonderful to have a name like that. And so Elijah, he says, as true as the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob is alive and living before whom I am standing right now, he is my strength. He is my strength. Oh, this is the key to a successful life. This is the key to a successful life for you, my friend. And for whatever we face today, or whatever we will face in the coming days, we are living in an evil time. And there are a lot of evil people uh, who are possessed by evil forces. And we have to deal with demonic powers. And we have to deal with the prince of this world, the prince of darkness, oh, who's going around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. But praise God, he is alive today. And we are standing in his presence and he is our strength. Oh, and then on a side note, and the strength of the Lord is our joy. Oh, that's why I'm happy, and that's why I'm so happy today. And I would like to pray, oh, that all of us today may have this revelation that the God of Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, the creator of the heaven and the earth, oh, that he is our God. He is not just Elijah's God. He was not just God in olden days, but he is God in our days. And he still is the Almighty One. And we must stop to live out of our own strength. And we must stop to try to do things for God in our own strength. We will never be successful, but we can only be successful in his strength and in his power. Or doesn't it say in Isaiah, 45 verse 24, it shall be said of me, only in the Lord are righteousness and strength. To him people will come, and all who were angry at him will be put to shame. Yes, it says, may it be said of me, and it shall be said of me, that the Lord is my righteousness, and he is my strength. Oh, in Philippians 4 13, it says, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency, and I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. 
Oh, I like that translation, the Amplified Bible of that famous verse, Philippians 4, verse 13. And Psalms 118, verse 14, it says, The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, so many times these things are connected together, strength and salvation. He is our strength and he is our salvation. Oh, we are saved. We are saved, whatever might be going on in our life. And Jesus, don't forget that. He says, I cannot do anything unless I see the Father do it. So what we do, we do it because the Father, he has shown us to do it, and we're doing it in obedience, and we're doing it in his strength and power. So my friend, oh, next time we will go with Elijah to that brook, to the brook Kirit, and we will find out what the Lord was working in him over there in that time, three and a half years of solitude, and we will go there next time. But this time, remember it, the secret of Elijah's strength was that he could say, and he believed, and he knew, and he had a revelation, and it was a reality and a truth to him that God was alive, and that he was standing ever, always in that presence, and that the Lord is his strength. And it's the same for you and for me today. Oh, these principles do not change. Oh, maybe the situation looks so different, and maybe you feel so different. So many people, as an excuse, they say, oh, but what we are facing today in the world has never been seen or been done. Oh, you forget what the heroes of old went through. And those heroes, they were people like you and like me, like Elijah, with same like passions and human nature, but yet they knew that God, he is alive that God is with them, and that he is their strength. Let us pray together right now. Oh, Father, I'm so thankful for those beautiful verses. And as it says that you infuse us with inner strength and confident peace, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you will infuse my listeners with your strength, with your power. Oh, let them have the revelation that you are the same yesterday and especially today and especially forevermore. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, that you are with us, that we are standing in your presence and that whatever foe is against us, whatever difficulty, whatever problem, oh, Lord, nothing is equal to your power and to your strength, oh, or to your wisdom, oh, that we can face anything and everything when we know we are standing in you and you are alive in us. Oh, I thank you for this wonderful day that I can pray for my listeners that whenever, oh, they are going through that valley of darkness of the shadow of death, and whenever they are going, and maybe right now through the waters or through the flames, they don't have to fear because you are with them. You are their strength. You will bring them through, hallelujah. You will bring them to the other side in victory and in your glory, and all glory, honor, and praise be unto you. So, Lord, strengthen them today. Let them know this fact and this reality, that it is a greater fact and reality to whatever they see or feel with their senses or whatever their mind is telling them. Thank you. You are with them and helping them, and it all is because of your grace, your love, and because the accomplished work of Jesus made it so for us. 
Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 